and oh, brown. My God, <laughs> I can't even style. picture Pat Kenny in a, in a leather jacket. I got to see him with his shirt <laughs> off. It was like, oh, oh my God, God Karina, to look. Jesus Christ, it's <laughs> a bit racy for the glow out now. Topless Pat Kenny. <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome to The Glow Up. I'm Vicky Nataro. And I'm Valerie Loftus. And as always, we're here to chat to some of our favourite people about one of our favourite topics, beauty. Thanks as ever to our lovely sponsor, Pennies. We're very excited about the news that Skinny Dip London has landed in store with new SD Beauty design by Skinny Dip, available exclusively in Pennies. These novelty peachy perfect accessories bring all the fun to your beauty kit and the peach brush set is the ideal hero product and addition to your makeup bag. And prices started only 2 50 and they're very cute. Yes, I love them. They remind me of a bum. <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry about that. Uh, before we introduce our lovely guest, uh, we just want to tell you something exciting. We're going live, baby! Ah! Woo! Um, on February 29th, we hope you can join us in the Dean Hotel in Dublin for a very special live recording of The Glow Up slash Girls Day Out. Yep. Get a crack. <laughs> we will be recording an episode or two in real life, IRL, uh, complete with audience participation, live beauty demos and a couple of cocktails with lunch. So please join us. That's in. It's fantastic. If I wasn't hosting day. it, I would go to it. Yeah. Uh, you can pay to come if you like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean it. Tickets are on sale today, Monday the 27th of January, and you can find all the details on stellar.ie. Very exciting indeed. Uh, go to the website for all the info and a link to buy the tickets. And you'll get a really good goodie bag. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's a key. Oh, you're excited. Like, it is key. I know, because like, we do like the, the, the filling of the goodie bags. Oh, and yeah. every time I'm like, oh, that's great. They get that now. Isn't it that nice? And normally it's worth more than your ticket price. So yes. look, come join us. It's going to so be deep. great. Um, so this fortnight's guest is a very special one as she's one of the founding members of Team Stellar. She was the fashion editor at the very beginning. Um, now she's one of the country's best known stylists and fashion writers. She regularly dresses all of your favourite celebrities and styles some of the most incredible shoots all around the world. Fashion and beauty, of course, go hand in hand. So here to give us a behind the scenes glimpse of her very glam life is the fabulous Karina Gaffey. Ooh, Hello. Hello. Teary there. <laughs> I was like, this is your life. <laughs> it is like, this is your life. Yeah. My old pal. I know. From back in the it's, day. It's nice to come back into the stellar the stellar, stellar, yeah. Yeah. stellar, like it's lovely. Obviously. It's so funny because 11 years ago, we never could have like imagined the podcast would be podcasts a thing. Podcasts weren't even like there a, weren't even a glimmer in the a eye. in the head stuff. And we didn't Network's even have eye. Instagram even yeah, back exactly. then, 11 years ago. So much has changed. Yeah, so how much, like, how different is it for you as a fashion editor? Because it's not that different for me. Uh, like, as a writer. you're still obviously creating beautiful shoots and love seeing them in print. Obviously, like, you have to up your Instagram game when you're freelance. So it's kind of a little bit different that way. And obviously, you have to diversify a lot more. Like, there's so much different kind of job titles now. Like, even mm -hmm. co uh, content like, creator. Yeah, content creator for like Instagram only. Like, that's mm. what I was doing a shoot today for so there's lots of different things but the skills are still the same and the same people are you know it's all that kind of stuff that's still the same but I definitely think you know you have to just diversify a lot more but I think we were so used to that when we worked in Stellar that we you know such a small team that you kind of like got your hands in everyone did Absolutely, different things yeah. like you could be doing so much different daily so I think it really set me up for my job like yeah. and you got to play with like beauty stuff like yeah. doing smushes in the in the oh, office, we used to do it literally and, on our hands and knees yeah. um, Karina's sister Naomi is a brilliant photographer and the poor thing used to have to photograph like my broken eyeshadows and like pens and not oh, nail varnish spills the actual fear when I see those things and I know like it looks lovely yeah. and it's like texture no, it was deeply on the upsetting. page I used to rescue some of them and take upsetting. them home like the benefit box powders like the hula and all of them yeah. I used to have to like get an artist tool and carve out the centre but I'd always save the bits around the edges mm. and take them home with me yeah it was so sad that you had to break up yeah. these beautiful pieces of yeah just to like for anybody who hasn't like doesn't know what we're talking about when you look at a beauty page in a, in a magazine not stellar anymore because we, we do a few there's but a few but brands we, tend to do them themselves they, now yeah we don't have to do that anymore but yeah. they would like smash up a lipstick or an eyeshadow or a blush Pour or something an entire nail and varnish. smear it all around and yeah. it would be very upsetting but it would make for a beautiful page it would look gorgeous totally and make it stand out as well mm -hmm. like if everyone's using the same cut out imagery and stuff like at least it you're creating your own like yeah. sure I used to have to run around the shops and get the clothes and literally photograph them on a mannequin yeah. at the start because you weren't getting the pictures from POWs yeah. and stuff like that mm. and like I used to have my fashion room so that has changed now you don't have to do that as much like you're getting all the fancy cut outs that you can pull and all that kind of stuff so yeah it's moved 
on. Yeah. At least it's a little bit less work, but more work in some in respects. In different ways. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. So Karina and I started on the very same day. Yes. In June 20, 2008. Yeah, I think so. Gosh. June like 9th. I even remember yeah, it was the, the same start. day. It was yeah. like we're both first day yeah. together. Because they knew. We actually started on Kiss, but Stellar was in the process of being created. So then that was launched in the October. Mm. But Karina was the fashion editor of both. And looking back now, that's nuts. I know, that so you did. Much. You did so much. Like, yeah. It was like three shoots in Stellar, two shoots in Kiss every month. Then some months you'd have like a special edition like Kiss Debs or a wedding special mm. or like it was a lot of work for you. It was a lot of work, but like it was the ultimate training ground. Yeah. As someone <laughs> who kind of worked freelance and wasn't really, you know, I had done uh, styling a little bit and I had assisted and all that. And then going into like, it was a dream job, essentially. Yeah. Um, I believed in the product so much as I still do. Like the magazine looks amazing now as it did then. And like I was really into it. Like it was my age group as well. Yeah. So like I could relate to it. Well, I wasn't a teenager, but like Kiss was the little sister and then Stella was the bigger sister. There was so much crossover between both and of them. And you do love cutesy things with faces yeah, on exactly. them. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Even the even the skinny dip thing. I totally yeah, go yeah, from yeah. Benny's. I totally buy it. Yeah, so I was like really into the project. I think that really helps when it you're does. doing a job. When you love the product, it totally helps. Especially across the board when you're styling anything. So I think, you know, it was just so nice and such a training ground to get out there and meet so many people. And Stellar was like, no one knew it what it was no like when it there first. was nothing like it and I guess there's there, like there was you magazine but that was at the time I think that was fortnightly and it was kind of it wasn't if this around magazine speak but it wasn't perfect bound it was like stapled and it was just a bit like Stella was glossier and yeah. like monthly and had international celebrities on the cover like Cameron Diaz was the very first cover star yeah. and but yeah you had to really sell it at the start like so you'd really sell it but then it also gave us the opportunity to put your own stamp on yeah. it your own style so like the fashion you know what I mean when I stepped away from Stella it was like felt like it was my baby because yeah. I could put so much effort into it and like developed the style and I think like the fashion was so related to that there was so much fashion in it so it was very difficult to step away at first but yeah and then to be able to shoot covers like it was my first chance of shooting covers yeah. for celebrities it gave me a little bit more of a chance to like meet celebrities and be able to and that totally like informs what I do today yeah. now like with styling celebrities and stuff as well so it's like you know Vogue Williams obviously was on the cover one of the first Glenda Gilson was on the cover so in her nude <laughs> Yeah, no styling there. No, her first cover that <laughs> no, she did first, was her pink dress, pink, yeah. her very leger yeah. dress. And yeah. um, so that gave me a chance to like get into the minds of celebrities, yeah. see what they like to wear, and then like you know Daphne and Roz Purcell and everyone and all those Amy people Huberman. Are, and Amy Huberman. Yeah. All those people I still style today. Yeah, so, and Laura like, Whitmore. And Laura. Yeah. yeah. Mm, it's, yeah, you've, that's where, I guess, you make the contacts and then you keep them because you're good. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think that's what you have to do in this yeah. industry. No, it's just like, you know, be a bit sound. Yeah. And um, then also just like be good at your job. You don't have to be yeah. amazing. You just don't have to be crap. Like, so be good at your job and then just deliver and think on the ground and problem solve. That's what shoots are. Any kind of shoot is like, there's problems going to throw at it. Like, there's so many shoots that stuff went wrong. But it's like going back and saying, we did this because this went wrong and this is the outcome. And here we go. We think it looks great. Yeah. So basically, no one wants to come back with you saying, well, the model didn't fit the clothes. The hair was terrible. The makeup didn't look great like you don't want problems you, want you just want someone to come in and say well this is the outcome of it yeah. so yeah. I think that's what we just had to learn on the fly all the time Absolutely. as Stellar as well because it was like you know we wouldn't have massive budgets like the UK magazines you know you're not going to have the access to all the amazing locations so we just had to make do what we yeah. do so then when you're doing a job with like amazing budgets you think it's completely different but I've been I on always jobs. think it's superfluous I'm like you don't need to spend this much guys it <laughs> yeah. can be done I did one job where it was for, I'll just not mention any names, but it was for an international uh, department store that came over to shoot in Ireland. The model was broken up for her boyfriend and refused to come out of her trailer. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> they had a trailer. They had like a tent set up with like catering and everything. They spent so much money. They shot in one location and then they basically used it just for the stairs and then photoshopped out the monument behind it. Oh, it was absolutely gosh crazy and she would refuse to come out of the trailer she delayed the whole shoot so it's like no matter how much money you throw, you throw at it, it yeah, at the yeah, end of the day 
Mm. The model is probably the most important person on the shoot. And if they're not happy or if something goes wrong, it can really dictate how the shoot runs yeah, and everything. And, and that's why supermodels are supermodels, right? Because they're not they're not just a pretty face. They have the work ethics, mm-hmm. they have the poses yeah. down, they look after their skin, you know, they they look after their hair, etc. So that's why I they're love known. The videos of say the models for ASOS or something. I think it was Joanna Cooper actually who shared a video of herself modeling for ASOS and she was going one, two, three, yeah. four. Yeah. <laughs> posing on the pose, one, pose, two, pose. three. And it was wild. I was like, how do people do that? Yeah. Like, oh, it's so hard. Modeling is a skill because I've been in front of cameras and I have not known what to do. So. I've been standing behind the cameras at cover shoots been blown away by Ross and yeah, by Vogue. They just yeah. look at the they camera. They literally switch it on. It's mm-hmm. like yeah. a flick of a switch, which for, you know, I'm not a fashion gal, but like one of my main job now is overseeing our cover shoots. So that's yeah. always celebrities. And I'm always so impressed with the professional models. They yeah. are just like, they just like, dang. Doom. Here you go. Yeah. Like, and yeah. isn't it funny? We still have a lot of the same people on the cover that we would have had totally. 12 years ago. Like we yeah. have, you know, a lot of different people as well. But you do kind of have your core Irish celebs like Pippa and Roz and mm-hmm. Glenda and the likes. Which, yeah. yeah. Growing up with them. And our yeah. core models as well, you know, like Talia. And, yeah. You know, there's certain models that just kind of ride to the top because they deliver with the being sound good at their job that yeah. kind of thing and it's you know sometimes you'd see models and they would either be forced into it maybe they were scouted and they would just not have the confidence and mm. they'd be really embarrassed and they wouldn't be able to move and you know I felt so sorry for them and you have to really nurture people like that because maybe deep down they really want it but they just don't know how to express yeah, themselves yeah. Mm-hmm. They haven't been given the right training by their model agency. You don't know where it comes from. It's really intimidating being on a set oh, with loads of people you don't know. They could be 15 or 16. So, like, obviously, when we were at Kiss and Seller and even now, like, you really need to look after those people and, yeah. like, make sure, you know. But then at the end of the day, sometimes when you've done all that, you kind of just want to be like, just go for it. Like, let yeah. loose. And that's what you have to do. It's just, like, have that confidence to be able to just go for it. And that's what, like all the celebrities and Pippa and, and the core models they just, just do. They just yeah. have to turn it on because at the end of the day, like word gets around so fast and then, you know, if you can't bring it to a job, then you yeah. just That's won't it. get booked yeah. again. And, and it's a just, small country here, like tiny industry. We all know each other. We do, for better or for <laughs> yeah. worse. Yeah. So tell us about how you got started off mm-hmm. in fashion in the first place. So I did English media in college and then um, I did my thesis on fashion and I'd worked in retail. So I always loved fashion in some respects, um, but I never knew that the job styling was necessarily out there. When I did work in retail, obviously people from Ortiz come in buying stuff for like, say, wardrobe for TV shows and the odd stylists would come in. But I never thought it was something that I could do. So <clears throat> I'm not someone who's very artistic in the sense of drawing, like I, I would be creative, but I wouldn't be able to draw. So I knew I wouldn't be able to to be a fashion designer say or do fashion illustration and kind of the theory around fashion really interested me like the whys and the signifiers and all that kind of stuff so that's what I kind of mainly studied in my thesis and about advertising so I knew I had a love of fashion but I didn't know how I could create it as a job but because I always went on about it banged on about fashion <laughs> there was other photographers that were coming up um, and they were shooting their end of year campaign end of year um uh, shoots so they kind of asked me what I style them so then I just really started from there so I was just styling anyone any people's shoot that I could so I just kind of really like got out onto the ground and started uh, styling shoots and then one of my first shoots ended up on the cover of Totally Dublin so then wow. I was like oh okay and then I was just like hearing word of mouth about how you're supposed to do things in shoots because I never done a, never done a shoot before in my life, so I'd be like, someone would be like, I hear that they put masking tape on the bottom of the shoes to protect the <laughs> shoes, and I'm like, oh really? Because this was do? before like the hills and stuff. Before when, the hills, yeah, before when, Instagram, yeah. everything. It was so just like, oh my god, literally learning on the fly. So I did a couple of shoots. I got like a few different jobs and stuff like that, but I was really felt like I needed to learn more, especially <laughs> so I don't wreck the clothes. <laughs> so I ended up assisting Ashling Farnella, um, and she really took me under her wing, and she was like you know because I had done my own shoes she started passing on jobs to me so right. she would she was great she would like pass on jobs like for the work he got got to style Pat Kenny and his <gasps> wife wow. I was like wow oh my God. I've made it I still so. remember their wedding it's like imprinted onto my brain she wore green what? Yeah. I remember putting nice. them in like matching leather jackets like green course, and brown. Oh my <laughs> God. Like I can't even style. picture Pat Kenny in a, in a leather jacket. I got to see him with his shirt off. It was like, oh, oh my, my God, God. Karina. To look. Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's a bit racy for the glow up. I know. Topless Pat Kenny. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I really got a feel for it and I really enjoyed it. So then, I started doing my own thing back and like Ashley obviously really supported me so then I was getting my own jobs and stuff like that and that really kind of started doing shoots for you magazine 
And I heard that there was a job coming up for fashion editor of Kiss and that Stella was being developed. So it was Sarah Breen, actually, who really? gave me. Yeah. And I remember hearing about Sarah Breen, obviously the previous uh, editor of Kiss, who's now yeah. obviously award winning author, author of um, record breaking author of Oh My God, What a Complete Ashling. Yeah. Yeah. So I heard humor. that there was a job coming up. So I sent an email. And because I'd done the shoots for You magazine, and it was obviously the similar vibe yes. for Stella and what the direction they wanted to go. You had a portfolio, to. essentially. As yeah. Well. So I ended up meeting Susan. And I think I had a job interview for another kind of styling job that week and I remember coming out of it and just my face being so red and frustrated because they didn't get me and I didn't get them and you know when you're just trying to sell yourself to someone but you know it's just not working out mm. then I went into the job interview of Stellar and literally like just clicked Clicks everything clicked away, yeah. and it was just like it was meant to be and I think it was around the time of my birthday was uh, it would have been May in- time yeah. yeah the interview and then it was Susan's birthday the day after so we both had a, like so we just had this affinity together and it was just like it all made sense and I just felt like I was meant to work there yeah. and then obviously got offered the job and I was absolutely delighted so it was like dream job and then from there it was like six years in Kiss and yeah. Stellar overseeing all the fashion and then after six years I felt like I just kind of wanted to go back out on my own I, I had stole you yeah that's yeah, what exactly. happened I stole her. Yeah, Vicky was already <laughs> gone. You'd jumped I left, first. I left after four years. Yeah, uh, because it was my first kind of job at all, and I, I was just ready for a bit of a change. And I was working in the Irish Independent, and they'd asked me to develop a magazine for women and men, kind of over thirty, and they wanted a really strong fashion and beauty presence in it. So who better than my colleague Karina to yeah. step in? Now, sadly, it didn't last very long, um, but it was an amazing experience because it was weekly. So yeah. it was a completely different thing for both of us because we were used to the monthly cycles and. It was a different demographic, and there was men. And yeah, yeah. the only time we ever did men in Stella was like for the Bachelor of the Year yeah. winners oh. and stuff. So, so that was nice to like kind of learn new skill and yeah. develop the kind of menswear side of things, which still stands to me now today as well. The campaigns so, and stuff, yeah, yeah, exactly. I just shot like H and M menswear one today. So thanks to you, Vicky, for introducing <laughs> me to my men. I think the second ever cover of Insider was a shoot that we did. Yeah, it was a guy and a girl together. Yeah, yeah. and it was it was only eight months, but like in those eight months, uh, there was like what's eight by four, thirty two covers. Jack Rayner. We shot Jack Rayner for the yeah. cover. Yeah, I had a dream about him last night. <laughs> oh my god, it's just come back to me. He was mad for me in the dream. <laughs> oh god. Um, yeah, we shot. We did lots of interesting shoots. We actually did one for YSL Beauty, didn't we? Yeah, we did. That yeah. was a cover shoot as well. And they flew in their like makeup, you know, Fred, their makeup. Mm-hmm. They have this very fabulous man called Fred who's like, I think he's like their creative director or yeah. their their amb- creative ambassador. And he came over and yeah, it was all very glamorous and exciting. Yeah. And even at Stellar, I'd done some beauty shoots already. Yeah, like yeah. we did really nice beauty shoots. And then even nowadays, you still do so much beauty shoots. Oh, even yeah. people would think, like how does fashion relate to like a cropped in beauty shot but like it's accessories obviously yeah. there's detail I just and did one for one and, yeah like it's it, it's really nice to be able to just style from the shoulders up yeah, sometimes yeah. you don't have to wear your shoes or yeah. bottoms or anything yeah. like that and then you can kind of just work with the makeup artist really closely and kind of like you know you have to be so conscious of beauty even when you're styling like a full full shoot as well like a full editorial you have to be really conscious of beauty but when you get to work with a makeup artist and they have you know, it's their chance to shine yeah. as well. So you need to let them step back and then the clothes are just like a nice little add-on. It's really nice because a lot of the times makeup and hair people get the raw deal because they'll walk in they and be do, like, absolutely. can you just do a smoky eye and like glam hair or whatever? Yeah. Or can you just do, we want her to look like she doesn't have any makeup yeah, on. Yeah. <laughs> and they don't, like, which is a really good skill yeah, to do. Oh, like to do the no makeup look yeah. is very difficult, but still. So it's really nice to be able to for them to take creative control and show their flair and come up with the looks and then work with someone together because I just really feel like you need to support like yeah. the makeup artist and hair stylist in no, Ireland. They because, often do get a very raw deal. Yeah, it's yeah. very difficult, I think, sometimes for them to be able to... Because there be times where like clients will just walk in and they'll be like, have a picture of a model, a 16-year-old model from the runways and be like, I want this that, makeup look. Yeah. And it might be a celebrity who's in their 30s. And they're like, well, she doesn't have the same skin. She yeah. doesn't yeah. have you know so it's like you have to be realistic sometimes when you're briefing makeup artists and they can get a lot of crap like oh, yeah, from totally. what people want they'll be like hey can you not make her look like Angelina Jolie <laughs> yeah. like she does you know so she I think she look like Angelina Jolie <laughs> yeah. yeah but like not in a bad way obviously but yeah, yeah. we <laughs> have such appreciation for the technical wizardry of makeup like yeah. it's, it's part and parcel with shoots like I know you say some clients just want this and want that but when you're doing like a fashion shoot the hair and makeup is really important right mm. it's, it's Absolutely. definitely it can change the vibe 
vibe of the shoot. Yeah. It can absolutely take it in another direction. It can make a girl look edgier. It can make a girl look older. It can make it look like younger, like completely. Even like, I don't think sometimes hair people get enough recognition. Like makeup, okay. If someone does a really bad makeup job, this sounds terrible because sometimes it happens, oh, but it not does, always. Of course. If someone did a really bad makeup job, you could technically Photoshop it. As mm. if you could change the lip colour, you could tone down the orange foundation, you can like fix tan even though it's yeah. it's like it is difficult. But you can't really Photoshop bad hair. No, you yeah. can't. So like I think hair is so important as yeah. well. And just having that skill to be able to do the kind of like cool little tweaks to hair just to make just give that, that fashion edge. And then obviously makeup so important. Like Christine Luciano, I'd work with her a lot. And sometimes I'll come in and I'll dip in when she's doing the makeup look on a shoot or something. And I'll be just like, it, when it's in the middle of the shoot, you're like, oh, what, doing? Yeah. what the hell? Yeah. Like red eye and yeah. like all this. And then I just have to sometimes just take a step back and say like, if you trust the makeup artist and they're going to deliver, then, yeah. you know, that's amazing. And then you come back in and you're like, okay, I was scared at first. Yeah. It's always best to be honest. Yeah. And then I'm like, I love it. Like, it's amazing. But even in terms of the catwalk as well, like yeah. how it kind of ties in with with trends and stuff like that like I always think about Pat McGrath who the who's a very famous makeup artist who'd done a, so much for different fashion houses but she's there's one thing that she did for Dior like I think it was like 2010 or something and it's like this 20s style um, makeup look and I think about that all the time yeah totally. <laughs> like I just I think about it all the time and I see it referenced all the time so it really does play in hugely yeah um, how they can be so fresh and relevant Every single season, like they're doing probably like 20 plus shows yeah. uh, three or four the times a year with Couture and then obviously Runway and then Men's obviously. And how they can make they it, mix it match with what the clothes look like, yeah. the vibe of the clothes. The vibe. Like. And it does dictate the vibe. It absolutely does. No, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Like sometimes Our dictator <gasps> even help to convey Yeah, because sometimes you see a model looking like a drowned rat and really washed out and you're like, oh, and then other times that will really work with clothes. Yeah, so yeah it's just definitely. like, Corinne always thinks it's funny when we go to fashion shows together because I do the real girl commentary <laughs> yeah. I'm like no one would wear that that's ridiculous looking like it's backwards what are you talking about and she's like oh you don't get it darling it's, it's fashion it's called fashion look it up so what's your own beauty personality then well I think because with fashion you know I probably would have a lot more fun with fashion and then I probably had my beauty signature since I was probably about 16. Like, obviously, I've moved away from the sun in and the penciled <laughs> brows and overplucking them and probably shaving my brows now. But I've always loved a good flick of eyeliner yeah. or a statement lip. And I think sometimes with beauty, there's so, there is rules and there isn't rules. Obviously, you know, everyone should be able to wear whatever colour they want, but there is certain rules. As opposed to fashion, it's so much more subjective. Yeah. So with fashion, you can say, I like that top. I don't like that top. With beauty, you kind of have to follow certain rules in yeah. a sense. Like, So I think I'm probably more experimental with fashion because I'm more comfortable than beauty. I think my signature was decided a long time right. ago. Mm -hmm. So I love that now that I'm a little bit older I kind of go less heavy on the face with foundation obviously Katie Jane Hughes I'm sure she's cited a lot but like she did break that mould of like glass skin or even just pores, pores. Mm. Yeah. because I'm one who always suffered from kind of oversized pores I was really super conscious of it I used to just like try to like cover it up so much but now I like the fact that you know there's that beauty revolution of like fresh skin mm. normalised skin texture well, exactly it's so weird to think that we we know that everybody has pores and everybody has wrinkles and everybody has lines and stuff. Yeah. But because we we're so we used to looking at things that don't have them, we're like, nobody has them. Oh my God, what's wrong with me? Like, yeah. it's like, no, everybody does. It's yeah. so strange. Definitely. And I love the way like beauty has come like democratised in the sense of like the high street has started to obviously pennies, but even H&M and another stories. And I love how they shoot their campaigns. It's stepping away from photoshopping. It's a bit more real. Mm. And there's like that real movement towards it. And I really like that when I do beauty shoots and stuff like that as well, even or just for myself, that it's like, you know, less filtered, just a bit more real, just showing everything kind mm. of being more realistic. So I kind of like that when it comes to myself. Like I love um, Glossier. I'm such a glossy girl, even though I'm probably not their target market, yeah. but their future due would be like one product that I'm absolutely that. love at the moment. It's quite similar to the Hollywood filter by Charlotte yeah. Tilbury. So it depends how I feel which day and I'll either do Future Dew or the Flawless uh, Filter. I think Flawless Filter is a little bit more shiny. I think it's a little bit more dewy. Mm -hmm. And what Future Dew is just 
same kind of texture but it's just really nice and then I'll put on like a lighter foundation now and more comfortable wearing less coverage I used to always go for heavier coverage do you ever wear a lash as in like like a fake lash I don't really like fake lashes I did have them at my wedding but like I think sometimes they're heavier but I wouldn't mind maybe going for some individual ones yeah because sometimes I see people wearing like a really full on lash and I'm like wow but then I try it on me I can't I can't do it I feel them on my eyelids Mm. and that really puts me off because like I, I wore them on New Year's Eve and I was like I, I'm just so aware of them. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm often, so aware of them You'll often see me here. just pinching mine yeah. together. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I do love them. I think it really depends on your eye shape as well. Mm. Like, I just, I, they do make me feel extra glam. And oh, I they love do the look way great they look. photos. But, but like, geez. I'm very limited, I think, what I can wear. I think a Demi Wispy is the, the most mad I can do. Yeah. Whereas some people would yeah. wear, like, I just don't like the bigger ones. ones anyway. Like, I just, I wanted to enhance yeah. rather than completely replace uh, yeah. what's already there but also today so if you get them placed in or whatever people say oh it's really relaxing and stuff whenever I've got that done I've not found relaxing at all it's like really itchy well, you're getting like eyes are closed seven ones. Ones. Seven yeah, yeah. your eyes are closed for ages I fell asleep I feel like you see I couldn't but not in a good way I'm like yeah. a jerk to wake them yeah, and, and then like, like I'm like yeah. oh my god I can't and I, when I relax. talk, I blink loads. Like my sister will laugh at me. Like, so I kind of like blink constantly when I talk. So I remember being, getting my eyelashes done and someone I knew was beside me, but obviously I couldn't see her. And then I was, she was trying to talk to me and then I was like, blinking so away. talking while my eyes were shut, Oh closed. my God, now you say that, you and do, do the that. Magician, yeah, I know. <laughs> Once you see, oh, no. like really got really annoyed at me. She's like, the clue. And I was just like, oh, this oh, is gosh. not relaxing for me at all. Yeah. And then when you have them in, when they're stuck in and you're like, I just don't want to wear any makeup today. You have these big eyelashes that yeah. you're just like, yeah. yeah you see that a lot on Love Island now, actually. Yeah. <laughs> you see them going around with their like, they have their no makeup on in the day and these big black yeah. lashes that like, like they're like nearly like... Didn't Danny Dara on their face. To dye her own ones and then blow dry them? She, I think she was just like, yeah, I think that's, that's, I saw one of the other girls doing that recently. But isn't that to match the in with their uh, their fake lashes? I'm not sure. I thought it was something Danny was like saying to take that her real ones were ginger and then the fake okay. ones were like so black. She had to mix so she them had to mix them in, otherwise you look like you have oh fluffy God. eyes. Like, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. why I'm not mad for them, but I like, do like the glamour of it. There's some gorgeous, I've seen them absolutely gorgeous ones but I feel like we will look back on the really really like hairy plume, ones like like feathers plumes ones yeah, totally. and pink oh yeah like that what were we up to skinny eyebrows of, yeah yeah, maybe, yeah. Maybe. just like what did we think we were doing when I think of Karina I think of like her snow white colouring and her black bob okay, you've always yes. had the black bob, the bob. Yeah. sometimes you fringe sometimes you don't I know we have the silky fringe black bob to fringe or not to fringe it's been a constant the, question that's something like me kind of yeah. oh god there was a phase in Stella when we literally all had black fringes yeah. <laughs> so the girls legs on got coined to something, something kind, kind of, of fringe and yeah. whenever we were hung over that's all we'd sing all day and everyone hated us good but times I used to have a fringe for, for my Deb's photo it's absolutely horrific so I had a fringe but it, I have like a K's lick so it would always separate but then it got really separated and I probably put gel in it and there's literally a photo of me oh, and I literally have like like four little oh, strings and like really skinny eyebrows and obviously fake tan like didn't know how to put it on properly so it was like I looked at the picture and I probably had glitter body gel all over my chest oh, as well of course mm. yeah. which was Maybe a staple butterfly hair clips yeah I think <laughs> I had them at the back and then my dress was kind of like an iridescent so it like kind of changed colours oh, you yeah, moved I a bodice picture, yeah. and a skirt and it was from Richard Allen I thought I was the height of it so we've all had some kind of fashion and beauty mistakes but I think it's okay just to oh, like it's a, but like oh, it's just so absolutely. funny now right we're like can we teach these beautiful children anything like <laughs> they all know it all because they've, they've grown up watching you YouTube tutorials. Yeah, oh, and they're probably like, yeah, and they're probably more conscious of not putting up photos or having oh, yeah. photos that where they don't. They mm. probably just delete them straight away. But yeah, I think, I think funny the trends are still funny though. Like the trends are still gonna be yeah, something they'll that look we back look on and go, ooh, yeah. maybe I shouldn't have done that. You know, it's funny. Even like twelve years ago when we used to take pictures, you couldn't really see them straight away. Mm. So I'd come home from a night out with like 150 pictures of my digital camera, <laughs> yeah. and then I'd spend the next day uploading them and looking at them. But like even before and that, every single every one, single one, yeah, even the best. Remember the Facebook ones. album? Vicky used yeah. to put every single a one and tag us. A my 18th 
Well, yeah, it's yeah. more like my 25th. <laughs> <laughs> you just have the fear then what Vicky was going to be tagging Tag. you. She would have me no my, filter. My digital camera lead out and you'd be like, yeah. oh no, here we go. But it's so funny now because everything is so instant. instant yeah. yeah, and then filtered. You know and, you look bad if you take a picture and you look at it and you go, oh, oh crap, there we go. Yeah, no, God. Never mind. And 72 selfies just to get the one. Like, Yeah, well, I always find, and I've said this before, but I always find that I'll do my makeup and be like, oh, stunning. And then I'll take a picture <laughs> and, and be like, like oh. there's nothing there like it's like I might as well have not bothered yeah. same I yeah. don't know yeah I try to lash my makeup on sometimes when I'm in the mood and I'm like I'm gonna go like really heavy yeah. and I like do glam and then I'm just like <laughs> I don't know if it's my application or if I'm just not buffing properly or but sometimes I'll just like take loads of selfies and I'm like I you have nothing on like, I, can, I love nothing. this blush you've perfected no makeup makeup or like I remember going out I think I was going to an event in the evening and I was like I really went heavy with the makeup but then I got into the car and I lived just off Parnell Street so it was like the back of pennies and I got into the taxi that's not a spawn by the way <laughs> it's okay <laughs> they sponsor our podcast I'm so joking <laughs> they also um, sponsored where you lived um, yeah, exactly. um, and I got into the taxi the taxi driver was like he's just coming from shopping and I was like no, no. this is me going out like, <laughs> that's so insulting I'd be like well I think it's more Sir. because I put more effort in I suppose to like clashing my prints or right. wearing bright colours so then when it comes to my makeup look I keep it a little bit more subtle yeah. mm-hmm. and then when I really need a, like a lift and a bright colour like I'll do like a pop of colour on the lips like a bright pink or a bright red and who do you think would be your like beauty idol so say from a professional point of view like someone who's a makeup artist and then like a celeb that whose look you love well, at the moment, I'm absolutely obsessed with Lucy Boyton. Oh, yeah. She's amazing. Her, her makeup. Yes, her yes. makeup. It's so, so cool. I first, I didn't cop. She's the girl from Sing Street, but she yeah. looks entirely different. Yeah, totally different. Um, so the first time I came across her was last year on the Oscars red carpet, because she or not Oscars, like the award season, season red carpets, because mm. she was in Bohemian Rhapsody and people were taking notice of her because her hair, makeup and clothes are clothes all yeah. amazing. She's such a specific look and yeah. I... Always wild. Find that she kind of, even if it's mad, you're like, but it's fine on her. Like, she's got the, she's got the head for it. She's beautiful. She just pulls it off her blonde doll. hair and her wild eye eyeshadow. She just eyes. like and has done so many trends in like makeup this season and last season mm. that like no one has even kind of dared do her like from her coordinated yeah her makeup and yeah. hair person is just like from her coordinated silver like icy goddessness of the Golden Globes to like her rainbow eye yeah. uh, and I love that kind of look that's coming through like matching your uh, your outfit to your eyeshadow, eyeshadow which is, yeah. should seem like such like cheesiness a faux pas but like and she did it really well she was wearing like a really nice kind of Victorian purple dress and then she had a purple, purple eye, eye as I well and I was just like it just looked so cool and like Saoirse's doing that a lot now yeah. she's like really the matching and the purple and, and yeah she had the purple and I think she's really up to her game at the moment as well yes. with her makeup and hair yeah. and stuff so like she's really kind of pushing the boat out but Lucy I just think her hair makeup people she came are straight just out like, the gate with that like she, she did ha- like yeah. that's so smart like she came straight out the she's gate like, with I'm going to be a makeup and fashion girl yeah, yeah. here I am her makeup artist is Miss Joe Baker on Instagram yes. and she is so cool like she does a load of um, celebrity makeup but like she um, her reference points are always the weirdest things like she's like I wanted her to look like a uh, gumdrop or something and you, <laughs> like literally like she had a bullseye sweet or something um, and like the red and white stripes or black and white stripes and she had done um, eye makeup that kind of just evoked like, evoked she did another one amazing. for I think it was the Oscars and she was, wanted her to look like the eyes of a cathedral like yeah. as in the wow. shape of like a stained glass window or yeah. the shape of the arches of a window and she'd done a really like graphic-y mm. smoky eye and used that as the framework from it so I was okay. just like I that's that will so follow. cool yeah, like, that's that just so ridiculously cool. amazing yeah like, yeah. like, like what she looked at this picture of like a bird and was like yeah that'll do that'll, that'll, I'll make a makeup look out of that that's like, proper artistry that's artistry like, yeah, yeah it, it is amazing. It's, it's so inspiring lashing on a bit of eyeshadow mm, like yeah, that's totally. work yeah, yeah absolutely okay let's get talking about your product yeah. so take us through what's the first product that you've chosen to talk about and why um, well, I think the first project that I think was really important when it came to my bridal look and to getting ready for my wedding was I suffered a little bit from Roatia. So I felt like, you know, I didn't really go for like loads of treatments before my wedding or anything. And I 
felt like quite conscious of my ratio. So one product that I just felt if anyone suffers from it or a bit of redness was the Darfan Intrial. Oh yeah. So uh, it was the re- uh, the redness relief soothing serum. Is that serum. kind of greenish? It's, uh, it's not greenish in to- like okay. a, gr- a green bottle yeah. and then there's a pink bottle which right. is the uh, serum. And I just felt like anytime I put it on and like I just felt like my skin was the best around that time. Obviously it could be like because I was juicing loads and like <laughs> being healthy and drinking more water and stuff but I really feel that and I go sometimes I don't have that all the time I don't use it all the time but I really feel like a bad flare up I reach for that and I just think it's so nice and soothing and quite like cool calming. on the skin and it's really calming and I think it's so nice I probably need some right now and where do you buy Jarfan in Dublin? so you can buy it in Space NK so in the Harvey Nichols Space NK and then you can also buy it in the Space NK on Grafton Street I don't know if I've ever bought anything in there but you love it don't you? yeah I love going in and have a look because yeah, I, like I really the nicest, like it too like it's just like a nice like the things that they choose to present to you it's nice, like it's you know, like curated. it's curated. Yeah, yeah that's it. Yeah. And you went to a lunch on Friday. Was that for a new brand? Yes, a new brand called Allies of Skin, um, which is gorgeous. It's very like <laughs> gorgeous. I know, I know. Like I'm really, <laughs> I'm always surprised when I'm impressed with something. Oh look, um, yeah. But it was, it's like very targeted uh, skincare, and there's like say four, it's like ten products or something in the range. But there's four of them are like overnight masks, which I'm crazy about. I like an yeah. overnight mask. Yeah, so they're all like um, designed to um, address a certain issue, and the one that I got to try is like a retinol um, peptides kind of Lovely. one so it's got like a load of nice ingredients love that peptides. you want just yeah. them on my face yeah. okay that's so. good for prospective brides or anyone with a big event coming yeah. up yeah and another one that I just found recently that uh, I really like as well that kind of targets redness because like I just remember my friend Caroline used to be obsessed with she'd flare up when she drank when we were younger like she would just get so conscious of it and she used to get that chalky green stuff and like I used to mm, get that when I was little yeah and she used to put it all over number her face number seven had Number seven, that was, and it was like, it was literally like yeah. chalk. And she's like, put it all over her, and green, <laughs> put it all, all over her face, like lash it on before a night out and then put her foundation on. So then she was a ghost and then like put like frosted lipstick on. Oh, we were just beautiful were, like, back in the day, were lipstick we? and her yeah. body gel and stuff like that. So it's moved on a lot, yeah. that kind of redness. And one that I found, I feel like Space and K is kind of like a fancier Sephora, like mm. smaller fancy Sephora. And obviously love going okay, to Sephora. Would, but put it, it's yeah. not as like, it doesn't bombard you as much. Either. Right. Yeah, exactly. Like, you like know when you go into Sephora and you're like, <gasps> <gasps> yeah. Like, yeah. So one that I found in Sephora when I was recently in New York is Dr. Jart and they have mm. a tiger grass camo drops. So it's kind of like the green thing as well, but it changes colour on your skin. So you could actually just even wear it on its own. Right. So it's really nice when, say for instance, I'm going to the gym and you're like, you might have to go like straight to meeting afterwards yeah, yeah. or something and you're like it reduces the redness so if you're working out and you come out of the gym and you're really 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 red this I put this on beforehand I put a bit of Future Dew Glossier so it gives me that hydration like that glowy look before I've even sweated and then I layer with this and this kind of changes on your skin tone so it gives you a little bit of coverage right. but it also reduces your redness so then you kind of have without having to wear makeup to yeah. the gym it's kind of nice just to get like a nice base Yeah. so then like just I don't bother with mascara or anything like that so then at least you feel like you're slightly done and then when you come out you're not as red from working out right so I really so enjoy like preventative. that preventative mm. yeah definitely oh I could do Ooh, that yeah. Yeah. yeah so I kind of like that as my little gym routine not for every time but just sometimes when you feel like you've yeah, got yeah. to be out and about after yeah, yeah exactly mm. so, um, am I correct in thinking that you're liking boxing of late yeah no I really like it and so, is it like a good sweaty workout it is really it is really really sweaty because um, you're kind of moving constantly it's like 45 yeah. minutes and you do five rounds and then there's like four five exercises per round right. so like you don't really get a break uh, what I like about it is as well it's kind of mindful in one sense not that like obviously you get your frustrations out if you're punching yeah. a bag it's also you're not put, sparring with someone else which I, I don't think I would enjoy as much you literally have your own bag that's yours to use for the yeah. whole time then you might do some floor work like some hit on the side and go back to the bag so like you're literally just concentrating on something for like 45 minutes so you're and out you of your just head just get out of your head yeah. and you know I think when you're freelance and in this industry sometimes you, you know like you've so much you to think that. about everything's buzzing around in your head constantly so it's so nice just to have something where you can just concentrate and not think about beauty or fashion or anything yeah. for five minutes because I can so, never understand when I see people in the gym like do in between their sets on the weight machines they're on their phone yeah. sending emails like my husband yeah. is guilty of it I'm like stop that you gum just <laughs> use this time you'll be quicker then you'll be in and out like I mm. just don't get it oh yeah well it's just your like special time <laughs> yeah <laughs> your special thinking special time special time okay tell us about your next product so 
one of my other products that I love then that has been a product that I've used constantly for years and I found it updated is Rimmel Exaggerate Liquid Eyeliner. You love this. Yeah. 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 So as I said before, I love a liquid eyeliner and this was like my training in how to do yeah. liquid eyeliners and I've cheated on it loads of times. The next one that comes up is the Glossé new eyeliner I which I find that tried that yet. I find it's pretty good at like getting the flick quite well like it's really easy to apply and it mm. doesn't rub off. I've tried the Chanel one that you've loved but I I just prefer the Glossé one for some reason. Well, I've actually been cheating on the Chanel one with the Miss Lynn one which is like 6 euro. It's oh, really right. really good. And, yeah. pennies. and the Anastasia one's very good as well. Mm. Yeah. For a more dramatic black look. Like. So the Rimmel one what you like. Yeah, exactly. That ribbon one. I remember that was the first one I ever got. Yeah. When I learned how to do like um, eyeliner flicks, and I just love the little um, the nib, the nib. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like I hate it's those nibs that it's very pointy, but it's also it's hard Foamy. and it's a sponge yeah, kind of thing. Too, I hate like when brushy. they're like you know they're a little bit too brushy and they kind of fling back and forth. So yeah. it's like it was really solid, and also I love the way it was a black and there was a dark brown. So sometimes if you just didn't want to do like a really black mm. black liner like a dark brown was a kind of a nice softer take so that was my int- introduction to like loving a flick I loved um, that and I still sometimes if I run out I just need just an eyeliner I just yeah. pick it up and it's mm. still the same as it was so I think I was using that like from when I was like 15 or 16 yeah. um, definitely Rimmel's one of those brands though if you like like I love their eyebrow pencil like I come back to that all the time mm. if I just if I'm stuck and I need one I'd automatically go and buy that because it's so cost effective yeah well. that's it's, it like if I needed a, a liquid eyeliner tomorrow that's probably what I'd do mm. I'd go out and buy that Rimmel one good old Rimmel yeah and then I'm all about hydration obviously I know people are really into retinol but because I suffer redness and kind of erasure I've kind of steered care of retinol I tried it and it just flared up my skin so I prefer to kind of use more hydrating products that Mm -hmm. don't really have too much kind of like Active ingredients. active ingredients so one I found another one that is just like you slather on your skin and it's just so cooling and it's just so nice and it's pink and it smells like <laughs> fruit so I'm back to my kid thing is um, glow recipe uh, oh, yeah. watermelon um, glow pink juice it just like sounds like such a fun it sounds yeah. gas uh, it sounds gas and the bottle <laughs> is gorgeous as well it's like a pink bottle like obviously sucked into all kind of girly things as well and where did you get that? that was in Sephora uh, as well but I'm sure you can get it you online get it called Beauty um, they do glow recipe yeah. and those Korean brands like that. Yeah, so it's a mm. Korean brand. I love like Korean, Korean brands and mm-hmm. I love Korean sk- I think it's so interesting what they're coming out with. And this is just like smells like watermelon. It's really hydrating. You put it on your skin and it's just so nice. So I usually use a serum before that. So I like the Environ hydrating serum. So I put that on. So that feels quite like serious. Medicinal. Yeah, yeah. medicinal yeah. skincare. And then I'm like, lash on stuff. watermelon <laughs> stuff. So I'm not even running out of that. And I absolutely love that. And then for another skincare thing as well, I j- if I really, really need a little boost of hydration, the image or medic balancing it's so nice. yeah, that, yeah and that's so that's I love that kind of line it's kind of in between the aging and the spots so yeah, like, yeah. yeah it's kind of like their calming <laughs> range and re- they've kind of rebranded it so it has like wooden lids and stuff now so yeah. it's all like earthy but, but it just yeah, smells like just really smells nice lovely. and it's just lovely for like at night time when you just feel like you just want like I'm like just give me all the hydration yeah. and I suppose that feeds into like my new beauty signature of having wanting more dewy skin yeah. and, you know just trying to lash as much product on and talking about kind of dewy skin as well like Oh, mad for a highlighter, obviously. So I love double highlighting. This is my thing. Okay, tell <laughs> so, us about that. Yeah, so I usually use... I One product that I always have in my bag is the Charlotte Tilby... Tilbury Instant Palette. Instant in look in a palette. Love it. Love it. Obsessed yeah. And with she's it. actually brought in a couple of different versions of it yeah. now. I think yeah. there might be another one coming. A nice pinky one. Yeah. I have the two of them because so I wasn't mad about the eyeshadow in the first one, right. if I'm honest, because it was like black smoky. Yeah. Well, the second one is a little bit more kind it's of brownie tones. Yeah. And I just feel like if she had like a little lipstick, I know it'd be hard to do <laughs> in it. It'll yeah. be like set. Yes, that's all you need. Yeah, that's she all. wants you to buy her lipstick. I know, as well. totally. But Come um, on, Charlotte, we love you. I love the blush. <laughs> that I love the colour of the bronzer and then I love the highlighter so I'll go in with that use that highlight with that and then Topshop have like a little glow pot it's called now I think that discontinued on Topshop but I was looking up last night because I want to bulk buy it but they still have it on Littlewood so it's still available so it's kind of like a cream like pearlescent kind of highlighter so I I put that over the thing on so top like, of a powder, top of, of a powder. so it gives it that like little bit more of a hydration glowy finish and right. I'm absolutely obsessed like whenever I wear it people are like 
Like, you're hot at all later. I know. Oh my God. <laughs> no, it's Eric's top. But no, it just is so nice because I like the more kind of cream highlighter than a powdery finish because I think it looks a bit more natural than what's, a powder finish. What's the best tip you've ever picked up on a shoot? The best makeup tip? Oh I'm sure gosh. there have been many, but like, has there been one thing that you're like a life changer? Well, there was one recently though, Ashley. Um, so Vogue Williams was getting her makeup done and Ashley O'Rourke was yeah, doing it. Brilliant. And I was watching them and they, they've been friends for years. And uh, so I think like Vogue was talking about how she'd look like it's home if she didn't have contouring. They're just so, <laughs> they're just so gassed together. But Ashley was saying about when you're contouring is to put it right up to your ear. And then yeah. I actually saw that Katie Jane Hughes was doing that uh, yesterday as well, coming in from the you ear. Patch. You have to like mimic the natural yeah. shadow. But like it's at the top of the ear, so yeah. you brought it all down. So I was like, that's so like so that was like a new tip that I picked up mm. recently. And I was like, Oh, that's interesting. And obviously I know the tip from like the tip of your nose yeah, to the end right of your eyebrow. So like pick that up. But I definitely think I never really thought about where to you sometimes you don't know the point of reference yeah. to start yeah. your contouring. I wouldn't heavily contour, but I think it's nice just to give a little bit of angles. And I suppose like when you're on shoots and then you're seeing light and how life falls, like how important like the contouring can yeah. to change a model's face and, you know, just to kind of naturally light them or make them more sophisticated and older. Contouring is really like good. Because that's of, often a problem with Irish models. That a lot of them are very young. Yeah. Because sometimes they, they might get successful and then go off to a bigger market like Asia or the mm. UK or the States. So we do sometimes have to make them look older than they are. And yeah, it's, and it shading. Can be challenging. Yeah. And shading is how you shading do it. Shading either by the photographer's light mm. or by makeup, Daphne. Or like, so, and it's like really looking at a model, like I'm shooting tomorrow, and like the model, is, the client is concerned she's a little bit young. So, like, you know, it comes with how you treat the model as well, like the light and like dressing them, but makeup and hair is really important. So important. Mm. As That's well. always me. I'm always the one concerned that they're too young. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like older, and they're like, there is no one older. <laughs> so we just have to, yeah. There's like, there's obviously a few kind of more mature models, mm. but like, like a lot of them would be late teens. Yeah. So yeah, you just have to age them up. Yeah, definitely. But I love that like there's a, a bigger move like even actually and this isn't related but on the way to here I was walking by Penny's and they had an older model in their new denim campaign which oh, yeah. is quite like a little bit more mature and I love the fact that you know fashion is opening up to having so much more. Even totally. Simone Rush's latest show yeah. Back for Spring she had a mix of ages like mix of loads of different actresses and you know um, and ages and she always represents like age really well on the catwalks and stuff and I, I find it's just so much more interesting as well I shot Rosemary Smith you know the rally car, yeah, car driver yeah. for Image recently as well and we shot her and like she just she was I think conscious of looking like her age but I think there's so much there's so much niceness to see like someone's age in, yeah, their, face in their face and not totally. like get away like, too much wrinkles and yeah. I hate that movement towards like photoshopping people to bits that you don't see their laughter line. a laughter line yeah, I love a crow's foot I think like, you see some Unless photos. they're really deep, like yeah, exactly. they're lovely. Obviously, I think you know you can subtly tweak, um, you know, so that someone's happy because obviously, if you're putting someone on the front cover, you want them to be happy. Oh, no, but so there's yeah. that balance between you know making them look the best th of themselves, and then obviously not most of that getting can be away done with makeup, like totally. and hair with someone you trust. Like even Roz on our cover at the moment, like I've never seen her more relaxed. She was like, yeah. I do my own makeup, and she was like gurning for the camera. I was like, is this the same girl? Because you know, she, in the past, she would have a lot more yeah. self conscious. But she was like, don't edit out my stretch marks. And I was like, to be honest, I can't even see your stretch marks. Yeah. She had a bit of Vita Liberata on her legs like, and she looked flawless. Like, yeah, so, totally. you know, you don't have to Photoshop the life out of people. I think some people just love doing that. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> I just no contours to the face, they just, but Then people started just looking like aliens or something. Yeah. Everyone and everyone looks, looks the same. same. Yeah, exactly. And then I, I just think there's just such beauty in seeing. So like, you know, when I'm casting models, it's definitely dipping into, it's definitely a movement towards getting older models. Not yeah. all the time time you're there like there are fewer to come by but like definitely so much more interesting yeah no absolutely to see it and just leave it and the rawness of it and yeah. the beauty of, of wrinkles and stuff you know obviously when it comes to my own you know you're not <laughs> always so like I think with, with I've been thinking about it's my birthday this week so I'm thinking a lot about age and I'm just like god watching your own face change is kind of cruel yeah because totally. at the time when you're looking your best you probably don't realize it you definitely don't realize it yeah but then you're just like oh <laughs> yeah. yeah it is sad but like you just 
adapt. You adapt your skincare and your makeup and your hair and you just go with it, I guess. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it's like, what is that moment you wake up and then you're like, I'm totally old. Yeah, like, it's such a it gradual process. But yeah. it's like, oh my God, I'm really, really old. And it's like, <laughs> feeling it. No. We, have to, we have to be grateful <laughs> for life and being alive and living. No, it's like it is like you wear your life on your face. And I, I do half love that. Yeah. For the most part. But that's the thing. And I Look suppose. At this girl in her 20s, just look at the two. Oh, no. <laughs> No, Damn I mean, you, Valerie. You know. <laughs> Damn you and your fresh face. Yeah. Anyway, tell us about your next product. <laughs> so, I uh, don't think I could say the word glossy enough, so I'll get it in again. Well, no, but seriously. That's I, like me and Charlotte Tilbury. Yeah, so I know, I, get I know. It. Uh, they're, uh, so, it's a scent this time, and it's their Glossier U scent. I smelled that on you there, actually. I was yeah. like, it's so distinctive. I was Is like, that the I know. one Jenny from It Girls yes. yeah. 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 So, I absolutely love it. I think it's like, it's just so nice and fresh, and it lingers for the whole day. Like, literally. Jenny said that as well, eight yeah. hours, and they'd be like, "You smell great," and I'm like, "Really? Okay." <laughs> <laughs> Running around pulling for shoot, like carrying those bags. I'm like, "Oh, okay." Thank the you. perfume is great. Yeah, so I love that. And then Gucci Bloom as well is mm. my scent that I. So I think like what you wear on your wedding day. I wore Gucci Bloom. Yeah, that people was are, my scent. I, I enjoy talking about people's signature yeah. and wedding scents, even though I can't smell them. I think it was before Glossier really launched, so yeah. I think I would have worn that. So they're my two. And then there's a new Irish um, perfume brand called Stories. Have you heard of it? No. And um, it's a late, she came and launched it uh, last year, in Har- so it's exclusive to Harvey Nichols. And she just has like Stories 1 and Stories 2. And it's kind of, Stories 2 is a little bit more masculine, like a bit more woody and like kind of a deeper thing. So like I kind of flip between like sweet scents and mm. then also kind of like the deeper ones and right. that's really nice and then she also has a body lotion and a hand wash in it so I love like layering the scent yeah. you know like get out of the shower wash. you love like you I know love using hand love hand, wash. hand and body wash so you can mm. use it in the shower then put Makes the lotion so on bougie. yeah totally yeah. and then put your perfume on yeah. I definitely think like lasts way longer when you kind of layer yourself. oh no absolutely like, yeah. so I love that as well so they're kind of like you know what I really like is those replica fr- fragrances from Maison Martin Margiela Oh yeah, they're from. I don't know how you say that. Yeah, but I the bottles like Kanye nice. does. The bottles are yeah. lovely, but they're just such interesting scents. Like one of them's called Whispers in the Library, and it smells like leather and wood, and it's gorgeous. Yeah, like, yeah. they're just really unusual. They're kind of similar to the Labo. Then that yeah, way is kind of like that move away from the sweetie, sweetie scents. Yeah. Patrick was telling us to wrap up. <laughs> okay, sorry, <laughs> producer Patrick. Give us, give us one more product. I'm sure. Have yeah. you got like a color product or a lippy? Yes. Or so my. Go-to product for my lip would be Anastasia, the liquid lipsticks. Oh, They're yeah. so great. I love them. And it's a shade called Spicy. And spicy. it's kind of like spicy. <laughs> um, and it's kind of, uh, it's a deep red orange. And I know we're moving away a little bit from a matte lipstick, but you can just like throw a bit of gloss over yeah, it. Yeah, I love a bit of gloss over. Yeah, or keep it matte. It's something I always associate with you is uh, Mac Morange. Yes. Because that's such Cog- a used scent. Yeah, or more, scent like shade. It's that colour, but it's in a liquid lipstick. So I feel like it lasts a, lot, a little right. bit longer. Longer, so you don't have to worry about transfer or getting right. anywhere and it's just like yeah because it would always be uh, we used to go through a phase of yeah. we, we'd wear or either Morange Lady Danger or Ruby Woo or that really candy pink, pink that we yeah, had for a while yum, yum. Yeah. and they'd be all over all of our faces because yeah. <laughs> like they're not designed for longevity and yes. we used to be a bit wild didn't we Karina <laughs> yes, yes. less so okay well, thank you so much Karina thank for you. being our thank lovely guest and uh, we wanted to let you know that the beauty heroes that you have been voting in mm-hmm. they're in our next issue I'm compiling the results as we speak oh, and it's very exciting, exciting. Very it's exciting. actually quite a di- quite different to last year because the first yeah. year is quite similar this year is just completely different um, and yeah don't forget to check out Stellar.ie to hear about the glow up live yes. we want to s- meet you all I know I want to come you, you, you can <laughs> Karina we can give you a freebie <laughs> yay but yeah tickets should be live now um, I know it's people probably aren't paid yet but you know hopefully they won't I'll sell out Asher, look, by the end of the week sure they will yeah, and you exactly. can get some then won't you Hopefully we will, you will see you on the 29th <laughs> and we're just going to say this every podcast before that. Yeah. Uh, thanks once again to our lovely sponsors Pennies. You can get your hands on the exclusive SD Beauty Design by Skinny Dip Collection in stores now and there's loads of lovely little bits. There's like beauty accessories and toiletry bags and makeup brushes and many essentials. Mm. So enjoy yourself with that and we will see you in a fortnight. See you then.